All right, we're back today on the White Sheet Podcast. Mark and I have just very recently seen the new Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Uh, and today we're going to review that for you. Um, so the first thing we want to tell you guys about this film is Mark's rating. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, so what is it, Mark? What do you think? What's your rating on this? Uh, overall, I, I did, I did like this movie. Uh, as far as the rating goes, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go a solid seven out of ten. Okay. I had fun watching it, and I think overall it was pretty good, minus a couple things. Okay. So, and I'm going to go with exactly what Mark said on this one. Originally, I had said six, <clears throat> and then. I feel like my rating always changes after I think on it's, the film. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to give it a seven as well. Um, and honestly, I feel like it might be a little bit unfair because, and it's always going to be unfair with films like this, because Transformers is a big movie to me. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the, if a Jurassic Park movie comes out or a Marvel movie, you know, one of the big Marvel movies, not mm-hmm. one of the little side things, but I just, I, my expectations are really high. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, same, uh, especially since Michael Bay has left directing, you know, that he directed the first five. Wow. So, and I'm, have not been a fan of the majority of those. So ever <laughs> since we've had new directors come in and take over Bumblebee in this one, I've been looking forward to him more than his. So Good deal. did you, did, did you tell me you liked a few of my, a, a yeah, I liked the first one yeah. and I think that the third one, probably the first and third one. Okay. Are probably the best of those. Yeah, yeah, I probably would say I would agree with you. I did, I did also like the second one. It's not bad. A, a little bit. Yeah. Um. Actually, no. I no. I'm not, I like the fourth one too, Mark. The the one where like they bring Megatron back and he's like, they've like created him in a lab. It's it's. I think it's Stanley Tucci who's like genius guy. Yeah. I yeah. did like a lot of parts of that one. Yeah, I. I thought that was a pretty bad movie. Did you? Personal opinion. Okay. I thought I thought the fifth one is probably one of the worst movies I've ever no, seen. No, no, the fourth one. You talk, oh, the fourth one in general. Yeah. 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 The, the, the fifth one. So the Because both four and five have Wahlberg. The four the first one with Wahlberg is 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 okay to me. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. Um but the fifth one I would agree with you, it's atrocious. Yeah. I tried to rewatch it because I was trying to prep for this film. <laughs> And of course, you don't really have to do that at all. By the way, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I I could not watch it. It's so bad. It's it's awful. Yeah, uh, I saw it once, and I'll probably never watch it again. <laughs> I I couldn't tell you what the plot was at I, all. I would not wish on you to have to watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> that is punishment. <laughs> okay. Um. So seven for me and Mark. We are aligned on this one. All right, Mark. Tell us. You mentioned the director. Who did? Who'd you say directed this one? His name is Stephen Capel Jr. He also directed Creed Two. Okay. Before Creed Two, I'd never heard of him, but I like Creed Two a lot. Yeah. So obviously, hearing that he's directing this too, I was looking forward. Made me look forward to it a little bit more. Yeah. So, um, I did like the Creed films, and I'd had no idea that he did the second one. Um, I can't remember what happens, and I'm trying to remember how I placed that one out of the three. I, I think when you and I did the Creed three review, <laughs> you said if you had to rank them, did you say you would do Creed one or Creed three one and then two? I think it was. I think I would have. I think I put them in the order that they are. I think. Oh, okay. So that's pretty good then, because you, you, you know, the the first one was directed by a different guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So good. So Correct. this guy's on par with the other. 
creeds it's, it's for great. sure yeah good that's yeah. good so it's kind of a point of reference for you guys decent director um all right let's talk about let's talk about the cast mark so these there's a couple people in here this is not a the the the, the people that you see um i'm gonna be honest with you guys and mark may have something different but a lot of them i'd never seen them before in anything uh they were they were good uh for the most part uh liked the, i liked a lot of the characters um but i wasn't you know i wasn't super high on uh on all of them so mm-hmm. yeah outside of the voice actors for the transformers themselves i have i don't believe i've seen these people either yeah um so we know as optimus obviously comes back uh same guy peter peter, peter Cullen. Cullen. yeah peter Cullen. Mm-hmm. okay and then you just pointed out to me that um pete davison actually voices <laughs> The funniest Transformer in this film, which is... Because uh, they always have a, a comedic Transformer. Yeah, yeah. But Pete Davidson was a mirage. Yeah. Who was yeah. really... I mean, he he really helps the movie out. Yeah, he was a big standout he for re- me. Yeah, yeah. He was good. Very funny. Um, liked all his parts. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, who who else? Um, oh, I just looked... Well, we know Peter Dinklage. Yes. Uh, the voice of Scourge. Scourge. Yep. Uh, the main villain. And then um, Ron Perlman, who uh, the main thing I know Ron from is uh, Hellboy. Yeah. I think yeah. that's him, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He uh, he voices Optimus Primal, who we find out in the film it was kind of created uh, and named after Optimus Prime. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. Th- so the main character, which is Anthony Ramos, um, plays Noah Diaz. And I have just not seen him in anything. Uh, I thought he did a, a great job. Um, yeah, he was good. Yeah, really he was good. Yeah, he's he really enjoyed the performance. I also liked the guy. He didn't have a really big, a really big role, but I liked Reek. He was pretty funny. The, his uh, the guy that was trying to help him steal Mirage. Remember that? Yeah. And then he yeah. bails, bails on him. Yeah, they have they have a funny scene together. Yeah, Noah was probably my favorite human character of this whole movie. All right, you said Noah was your fa- was your favorite character. Human yeah, character. yeah. Out of all the human characters, I think he has. I think he has the most, you know, backstory that we're given to him, and why we should care about him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, one one guy that uh, that popped up later in the film, who's in a lot of stuff, a lot of movies like <clears> this, was a guy uh, Michael Kelly, who plays Agent Burke. And I'm trying <clears> to like rack my brain. He plays a lot of those roles. I feel like they're where he's in. Uh, have you seen Jack Ryan with um, John Krasinski? I have not seen it, but that actor, I've seen him in a lot of things before. Yeah, where he's like basically working for the government type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Another kind of role like that. Just a very brief uh, at the end of this film. But anyway, um, so that's the cast. Let's uh, so let's talk really quickly, Mark, before we jump into the plot. Let's talk about how this fits into the whole Transformers series all right so technically speaking this place there this movie takes place in 1994 uh technically this comes before michael bay's transformers movies okay uh but before this one you have bumblebee which takes place in the 80s this movie so this movie is it's not really a direct sequel to bumblebee though it just takes place. There, there's a line in the movie that mentions it yep. once, but it's not really a direct sequel. So, yep. it just kind of comes afterwards. Yeah. So, 
and you you said you liked Bumblebee. I did. Yeah, I can't, Bumblebee was good. I feel like I liked it too. I've definitely seen it. I can't remember mm-hmm. what happens, but does do any other Transformers show up in that film? Yeah, Prime is in it. Optimus Prime is in it is as he? well. Yeah, okay. so the, actually, Bumble. I haven't seen Bumblebee in a number of years now, yeah. but I remember the movie opening up on Cybertron. Okay. And so you see a lot of them. Gotcha. There. Okay, okay. I got to go back and watch that one. I do too. Um, okay, so let's jump into the, the fun part here. And guys, just FYI, as always in our films, I mean, in our reviews, um, we, we do go pretty much uh, and spoil the film in, in a lot of areas. So just kind of keep that in mind as you listen to our conversation about the plot. Uh, so, Mark, what's happening in this film? So the movie opens up on the, I can't remember their exact name, the Beast Transformers world. And they're being hunted down by Unicron, yeah. which Unicron is basically this being that is an eater of worlds. Yeah. So the beasts are trying to protect a key, which will open up a basically give them will give Unicron access to the whole, I guess, universe. Yeah. So they're trying to protect this key, and they're being hunted by Scourge. Um. So they take the key back to Earth to hide it, and essentially what they do is they split the key into two halves, take it back to Earth, and they they you know cleverly hide the key. Um, and so after that, the movie opens up in 1994. We're introduced to uh, Noah, um, and he has a younger brother that is sick. Um, and so he he's down on his luck. You know, he wants to he's he's trying to find ways to make money to pay for his younger brother's you know medical bills. Yeah. Um. So he's kind of trying to take care of his family. Um, so he hooks up with a friend of his who's into stealing vehicles from the rich and selling them. Um, and in doing so, he unknowingly gets into the vehicle of one of the Autobots. And then at that point, Optimus Prime calls all the Autobots together because the key is then revealed. The, the Autobots, the Transformers can only see the key when it's revealed. And yeah. it's revealed by a, um intern who works at a museum. Um, and she kind of authenticates pieces in the museum. She ends up being one of the main characters, and I forgot. Yes. What is her name? She Her name is... Uh, her name is... Uh, is Dominique Fishback, and she plays mm. Ellen, Elena, I think is her name. An actress I have not seen before either. Yeah, I have not seen her. Oh, you know one actress I forgot to mention? I don't know if you know who this is. I know her from... Uh, Dexter, you've seen the show Dexter? I haven't seen it. I've oh. never watched it before, but I've heard of it. Uh, so you see Lauren Valles, Noah's mother? Yeah. She plays uh, one of the main officers in that show. She's really oh, good. okay. Um, I think her name is Lieutenant LaGuerta. Mm. Yeah, so anyway, cool. sorry, go ahead, Mark. <laughs> no, no, you're good. So after the key is revealed, uh, after this intern discovers the key, uh, it basically sends a signal, and Optimus Prime calls all the Autobots together. To then retrieve this key because they're on Earth. They've taken refuge on Earth um, after they've been, you know, they've been off their home world for a number of years. Um, Which, sorry to cut you off. But no, you're good. In this film, it doesn't, he just, I, I remember Optimus kind of feels very responsible for the Autobots as usual. Yes. But in this film, it, he doesn't really speak to why they've left Cybertron. And if I remember in the later films, they kind of left because there was a war. Right, correct. And But in this, it, the thing that was kind of confusing for me was like, he's like, I never should have taken us so far from home. Right. But it's like, 
Well, I'm just—it's a little bit confusing to me. You know what I'm saying? Yes, uh, for sure. The way he for talks sure. about it is almost like they were just kind of exploring, mm-hmm. but you were like forced off planet. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, but so once the key is revealed, he uh, Optimus Prime calls all the Autobots. Their goal is to now get the key so they can go back home. Yeah. Um, where Noah comes in as Noah offers up to sneak in and steal the key. Um, as they're stealing the key, the the Scourge and Unicron's minions show up. Battle ensues. Turns out the other half of the key is in Peru. So the movie takes us to Peru, and they find the other half of the key. Um, if Scourge gets a hold of this key, it will Unicron will come down and basically destroy Earth. Yeah. So they have to stop that from happening. So that is basically the plot of the movie. The plot of every Transformers film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, <clears throat> I want to really quickly talk on talk about Unicron. So, apparently, you know, you got the Autobots, you got the Decepticons, mm-hmm. and then Unicron and his posse are, I think they're, ta- they're classified as Terracons. I'm not sure. I didn't really read the comics or anything, but I believe that was mentioned in the movie. I think that name was, was it. I think so. And so, and and then there's also the piece that, uh, and you and I talked a little bit about this. Apparently, Optimus and Unicron are brothers, but Unicron uh, is like this massive planet. He's right. he's the size of a planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember in there, um, like so, Scourge, who is you know, they've always got this big. Uh, Decepticon or or antagonist that is the size of Optimus, and you know at some point that he and Optimus are going to face off. Mm-hmm. Which I'm I'm for that every time they make a film. Oh, for sure, do it every for time. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but Scourge is empowered by Unicron. Mm-hmm. You remember that them saying that? Yes. Yeah. And I remember when he's first fighting uh, Scourge in front of the museum, mm-hmm. and he's like, "This is impossible." Remember, he's like, you yeah. should, he's basically like saying like you shouldn't be this strong, right? And then you find out that apparently, I guess, he gets his power source from Unicron, I suppose, right? Um, so so that that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, down the road, um, once they get into, uh, I don't, so 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 they basically, if I recall, they they after they get that that piece of the key stolen from them mm-hmm. they've got to fly down to peru right yeah and then the that's where they link up with the other beasts that were on planet yeah, so something i forgot to mention is yeah. one half of this key is actually um inside of a statue of a, a an owl i believe it's an owl or like yeah a, a bird um the first beast that they meet is air razor air razor that's right yeah mm-hmm. yeah and um the rest of the beasts are in Peru. So Air Razor is the first beast that you meet. Does it explain how they got split up? Um, if it did, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember it saying. Um, but apparently, from what I do recall, there were a lot of beasts that were with Air Razor. Yeah. And many of them. It almost seems like they were split up into North America and South America. Mm-hmm. And she's like the only one left in North America. She runs into the Autobots, gets them reconnected with um, the ones that are in Peru, based on what the Elena says about yes. you know where they ought to be and that sort of thing. Correct. 
they get down there like are you the only one left of the beasts that were with you and she's like yeah i'm the only one left yeah um yeah that was pretty interesting um so i forgot where i was going with that so anyway that the, the scene the scene that i really did like um was it's it's the scene it's the reason i have to give this film a seven i would say because and not and not greater because the the scene at the very end where they're fighting all the autobots Mm -hmm. i'm I'm sorry they're fighting the the transformers are fighting each other right that's why we go see transformers for sure like that i don't the reason i'm i'm so critical on the fifth one and it's such a trash (laughs) movie is because it's like there's so much human time I don't want to watch a Transformers film with a bunch of humans talking to yeah, each other. Yeah, I agree. That's become the problem of these. Yeah. And I think I was really hoping that the Transformers would get back to Cybertron and leave the humans behind and maybe the next movie would just move <laughs> on to the Transformers, but I don't think that I, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. The problem with that is like it's becoming the same thing over and over. Yeah. I've listened to Optimus Prime give a speech about humans at the end of every single movie now. And yeah. it's getting old, um, but the act and that's the thing. Like the action in this movie is excellent. The battle sequences are are great. They are, yeah. They're really great. You can see what's happening. They're really well filmed. That final battle is is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, the final the final battle really was good. Um, so let me ask you this, Mark. What uh, what were your favorite parts of this film? Uh, one of them in particular. Uh, it was actually so Bumblebee dies pretty early on in this movie. Yeah. Um I obviously he's coming back to life. The, the, when he dies I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, he's going to come back, obviously." Yeah. He has to. Um but the scene in which he does, um this movie's got a pretty good soundtrack. Um there was a few songs I did not know. Um but there's a song that plays during the final battle sequence and it's it's set to Bumblebee's return. I thought it was really cool and really well done. But oh. that's when he that's when he drops in the middle of that battle. Oh yeah, that music. Yeah, that was, I thought that was a really cool scene. Yeah, that's good. Um, let me ask you about Bumblebee's death. So that happens in front of the library. Mm-hmm. Bumblebee's going to try to help Optimus fight Scourge. Right. So if I remember, Scourge is like smacked Optimus to the ground. He's all he's all tuckered out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's obviously he's probably about to kill Optimus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Bumblebee steps in. Yes. And uh, he ends up shocking Bumblebee to death. What a stupid death. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was just, it wasn't very, like, impactful. No. I thought watching it. And it's not what he would have done, dude. He just stabbed him. Yeah. They always stab the Transformers. Yeah, <laughs> right. And the, <laughs> the other guy, like, so do you remember the other, uh, I don't know what his name was, but Optimus Primal's, like, sort of mentor on their planet. The very first scene, remember the bigger, he was the bigger yes, gorilla. right. And Scourge kills him. Mm-hmm. He, like, blows his shoulder off and... Yeah, he stabs him too. I think he stabs him, mm-hmm. but he just shocks Bumblebee to death. Yeah, yeah, it was it was not very impactful <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, and obviously you know he's coming back. But that being said, the scene he does come back, I thought was really cool. Yeah, being one of my favorite scenes, and Bumblebee's a favorite. He's a favorite of most people, I think. Yeah, and he's one of my favorites too. Yeah, he's he's really a great Transformer. I think it's just the, I mean, he's, I like his color. Yeah, um, obviously, but uh, him speaking through using movie lines and radio, I think is fun. There's a really funny line in the movie where Optimus, where he he says a movie. I think he, I think it's a, 
I can't remember which line it is. I think it's, he mentioned, there's a line from the original Ghostbusters where he's like, I'm here to kick ass. And Optimus is like, you need to quit going to that drive-in movie theater. (laughs) I don't know if that's the exact line, but that was a, it was really funny. I I think, I think the movie, what is that movie with, with uh, Tom Cruise and um, Jack Nicholson? And he says, you can't handle the truth. Oh, 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 uh, a few good men is the name of that movie. A few good men. Yeah. He says he can't yeah, that's right. Truth. Yeah, <laughs> there's some funny lines throughout yeah. the movie. Yes, it is. It's very funny now that I think back on it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty funny. Okay, so that was your favorite part. Don't be jumping out. Um, you know, I don't think I had a, a particularly favorite part that stands out to me. Um, I really did think Mirage was mm-hmm. was hilarious. I was gonna say too. I. I, I to add to that scene i think the scene where noah steals mirage and there there's a cop chase i thought that was a really cool scene where mirage is just shifting and then throwing out clones of himself to throw the police off i thought that was a cool scene too oh yeah yeah and there's like one where he looks over and he sees himself and he's like flicking himself off yeah 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 (laughs) and then mirage there's a point where he's like driving in reverse and then transforms to face forward again as they're driving down the road i thought that was cool Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. So, do you remember the part where he's at, I think it's like towards the end, and he's like, what are you talking about? We're not friends. He's like, what do you mean, man? You've been inside yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was so, a good line, too. So funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, like like we said, overall, um, it was 7 out of 10 for Mark and I. Um, I think that if I was probably a lot younger and I hadn't seen so many films and seen so many Transformers films and didn't have so much back knowledge and expectation. I, went, I might have thought this film was a lot better. Sure. I think I think 12-year-old me thinks this is a great film. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? So it just depends, like, um, you know, who you are. But uh, I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't tell you to, um, you know, burn the rubber, uh, getting to see it, but it, it is worth seeing, I would say. Yeah, and I would agree as well. Um, I wouldn't go any higher than a seven. I just don't. I think it's just. I think for me personally, I think it's just time to leave the humans behind altogether. Yeah, yeah. The fact that I don't think you need humans in every. I think you can do a Transformers movie about the Transformers. Yeah, because already like people, the 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 squad, the squad in this movie was good enough. Like, as I was watching it, I was like, could you take the humans out of these scenes? And I was like, yeah, you probably could. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, the when they go steal first half of the key and Noah goes in to steal the key, it all goes to crap anyway. You know, Scourge yeah. shows up and it's like, why not just have, you know, if you take the humans out of that scene entirely, you know, have Mirage sneak in. And as he's sneaking in about to figure out how to take the key, Scourge shows up. It's, you know, yeah. you, I think you can take them out of most every scene. I think you're right. Um you know, now that you mentioned, I actually do have some changes. One of the things I was critical of was, I feel like in other Transformers films, one of the things I've liked is that there have been quite a few Transformers. In this one, there's only like there's maybe eight. Right. Yeah. And I didn't really. It's not a lot. I did not like that. Um, I so I'm, I would definitely go with with somewhat echo what you're saying. Like, I would like to see a film. I I could I could go for a a three hour Transformer film. If it's mostly Transformers, a lot of battle sequences, sure. um, that that would be something I would be really into. Yeah, yeah. And there's just not... It, Noah was the only character, human character, I think I cared about. Yeah. The intern at the museum, I 
I didn't know anything about her. I didn't care about her at all. Right. So uh, that's, I just think, and like I said earlier, it's just, it's becoming the same thing. Um, But as we find out at the end of this movie, Noah goes in for an interview. Turns out a government guy works for G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah. So I guess G.I. Joe is going to cross over with Transformers, which could work. I mean, it could work. I can't believe I almost forgot about that. Yeah. Um, how have you watched the GI Joe films? <laughs> I have not actually. I've watched the first one. I watched. I think there's two, but the first one I watched was really good, from what I recall. I may have seen it twice, and I, it's been so long. But I don't know how that mixes. I don't know how that mixes. But no, I don't know. Uh, it's yeah, yeah. I, I'm still on board with seeing just a Transformers movie. Yeah, for sure. That's that's what I would want. Um. um I also think some of the dialogue in this movie is really hammy as well. Yeah. Um, there's a scene at the end in particular I thought was kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mirage f- fake dies pretty much. Yeah. And he ends up giving um, uh, Noah his armor. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, is he going to fight Scourge all alone? I was like, this is stupid. He doesn't. Optimus Prime comes in and helps him. But like, Noah should probably be dead. <laughs> so, yeah. That was pretty corny. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, yeah, that scene. I, I definitely thought he was dead. <laughs> he kicks yeah. back on. He's like totally fine. And turns in his little mech suit and he, yeah he looks his mech suit is stupid looking oh yeah it doesn't look very good at all <laughs> it looks really goofy yeah and then he's like he's like hanging on the back of bumblebee shooting it just gets a little bit ridiculous yeah i just yeah they should really i don't know if they ask people um again, you know should we do like, this yeah <laughs> like, yeah right again Remove no entirely. Mirage just dies, and Mirage is a great character. Right, and you you know you feel bad enough after he's dead. You don't. You just didn't need him to give Noah a bunch of armor. No, no. Again, that's that's what I was saying. Like, take the humans out. You're not losing much of anything. No, no, I don't think so. Um, you know, and that may be the reason that we're saying some of the earlier films were better. Let me. I'm thinking back. Like on the third one, at the end, when it's it's all like okay. In the first one, I want to say. It's Optimus and uh, I feel like all the Transformers are fighting in the city, mm-hmm. and Optimus and Megatron are fighting everything. There's a little bit of Shia LaBeouf in there. Yeah, uh, he obviously never gets a stupid mech suit or whatever. Yeah, right. And then in the third one, there's a whole lot of battling going on, mm-hmm. and that I, I really think I like the end of the third one the best because that's where you got three big Transformers. Uh, yes, you've got Sentinel Prime, Optimus, and Megatron, mm-hmm. and it's all just like it's all Transformer fighting. Yeah, that's what you want to see. That's exactly. What I'm film for. Yes, I exactly. I don't want to see like you're saying this human in a mech suit trying to fight Scourge. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. And I'm not saying you can't have good human character. Like Noah was my favorite human character. Uh, you know, his story is not bad necessarily, but it's just at this point it's just old. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think it's just time to move on from that. Yeah, we can have a standalone tran- just Transformers. We can we can have that. We can and be entertained. All right. Well, I'm gonna send this podcast to the next the people that I think are gonna make the next one. <laughs> they need to understand <laughs> what you're saying. There, Mark. <laughs> uh, I think it's been another great episode, Mark. You got anything else to add? No, I think that's it. 
All right, man. Well, we'll catch you all on the next one, and thanks for listening. Thank you. See you guys.